Hello and a warm welcome back to the TNC podcast. So good to have you uh, alongside us once again. The season is nearly upon us and there is a heat wave here in the UK. So I'm sure the men next to my left, the exact thing they wanted to be doing on their Monday evening is being in a warm, hot studio <laughs> talking all things Norwich. <laughs> Dean, thanks so much for giving up no your worries. evening. No worries at How's all. things? Good, yeah, yeah. Questionable air conditioning in this in this room studio <laughs> it's um i hope that people appreciate this this is the first time that we are going to seriously sweat on camera mm. like to actually part of the entertainment for the people watching and listen, well not listening but watching is just how much we sweat russ martin the norfolk cafe was known for his uh, large amount of sweat on his, uh, on his big appearance, and uh, we might top that today. I think the last podcast we did here was with Seb Bassong, and, yeah. and he walked up here, and I didn't think he realised that we literally filmed within your spare bedroom, and he, I, he was shocked. Um, <laughs> Everyone was. Do you when, uh, this is, uh, people can't see us, but around the back of the camera, there actually used to be my spare bed, yes. and Stuart Webber took the piss out of my bed sheets. So I was like, oh, cheers, Stuart, thanks for that thing. Well, Seb Bass bought the heat, but we've actually got some, some real heat with us today. We so. have. Um, no, great to great to have you along, Dean. Um, Norwich, pre-season. It's, um, it's been an interesting one. Limited transfer dealings. Now, you're, you've obviously got a, a, a... You're across everything championship at the moment. You're... Once again, going to be a pundit on the on the AFL oh, show, yeah. which is which is really exciting. Have you been surprised with the? I'm going to say lack of transfer activity at Norwich City so far this summer. No, I would have said the big thing I was looking for is who would we lose. Mm. That that was the key because especially I look back on when I was part of the squad that got relegated. Um, infamous 6-0 um, and I know, I know but all, all I mean is the people we lost in that summer and then the people that came in to replace there was a there was a stark difference mm. and that was a big issue for us then going into that season we didn't start as well as we clearly could have done even though we had a good squad we'd lost players that had done well uh, reasonably well in, in the, the back end of that Premier League season and so the key for me was looking at would we lose anyone? Would we lose Timu? Mm. You know, would Todd definitely go? You know, Max Aarons, mm. one of the centre back. You know, all all different types of players that could have left. All of a sudden, I'm thinking, well, hang on. Pretty much no one's left. Mm. We've added a couple. I've looked at the squad and gone. I tell you what, there's some really strong championship players that have got serious experience and have shown previously mm. that they're too good for this league I think it's a real positive actually I know I know supporters want signings and it's exciting but actually to have kept the players that we have done I think is actually mm. a really big deal is it is it Norwich City being able to keep hold of their their main assets or is it the fact that we can't sell them what, what do you think it is because if you're Let's, let, let's, that is a valid point. Let's yeah. think about Max Ahrens, right? Yeah. He's a man who, two summers ago, was linked with Barcelona, Bayern Munich, and yeah. now he's once again going to be playing, or at the time of recording anyway, <laughs> going to be playing championship football next season. Like, that surprises me. Does it you? I suppose the only thing I would say is, it's a club that's just been relegated with a team that, let's be honest, for most of the season was toilet. So it's, <laughs> you know, it was. There was times yeah, when it true. was just awful yeah. to yeah. watch. The players will admit it, it wasn't great. Yeah. There were some really poor performances. There were some okay performances that maybe we didn't get results from, but ultimately a lot of the performances were poor. So that in itself, unless you really stand out as a player in, in that team, mm. then maybe the clubs that looked at you before would go, well, Maybe there's other players that have done better in that in that time period, and so I, I wouldn't necessarily look at it as that. I wouldn't all of a sudden go, well, if no one's buying our players, it means that they're they're not any good. Mm. Um, I see it as a positive that we've kept the players so far that we have, because I think it really does lend itself to a competitive squad where you've got players that feel like they're Premier League quality 
and want to play in the Premier League that are fighting for a place in the mm. in the Championship team. And I think that that should lend itself to a, a competitive squad. What do you think about the mentality, though, Dino? Because I'm and um, the original Dino, by the way, that's his new name. Yes, yeah. I've been hammering <laughs> that home on social media as well. And um, what's your opinion on the mentality, though, of this team, though, Dino? Because obviously, as a player that's been relegated, and I know that. Obviously, some of the players that watch this, they'll find it insulting, but it's just a natural concern. And I'm sure it's not just me. I'm sure it's many supporters. I'm worried about the mentality because these boys have been knocked down twice before, much of the same team. Not only will, not only are we asking them to bounce back yet again, but the manner in which we were embarrassed in the Premier League... I. I fear that those players that you see as a positive that we've kept, I almost fear, will those players be able to get off the canvas again? Or do, or do you think they will because the quality is there and I should just stop worrying? I think the quality is there. I think you've got enough experience as well in terms mm. of the, the players and professionalism within that, within that squad. And I think, you can tell me if I'm wrong, but I think fans maybe don't realise just how how um, how much reality the players have. So mm. if they're rubbish, and they have in the Premier League been, they know it mm. and they talk to each other about it. Yeah. You know, whereas now in the Championship, it, they know they're going to be good players in, at that, and they'll talk about it. I don't think it's just they're not seeing it the way the supporters are seeing yeah. it. Players actually, when, if you were to go and sit in the changing room, then they're telling each other that, They've been poor and yeah. and they can be better and and that sort of thing. I don't think it necessarily means that all of a sudden they're just crushed mentally. That's why. Albeit, I, was I think about. It, I think you're right. I think it because how many times does can't, the can't, go down, it, Dino? That's my problem. I, I know what you're saying, but I just think you've got good players at this level. Yeah, you know, and and that's that's the key. Forget about whether they're good enough for the Premier League right now. Let's think. Well, is this squad of players and the players you've got? Are they good enough for the Championship? Absolutely, mm. absolutely, they are, and that's kind of all you've got to worry. If we were to get promoted again, then you worry about well, can they be good enough for the Premier League and where the players sit? But right now, they're more than good enough mm. for the Championship. Well, one thing I keep kind of read, you know, I've watched a couple of the preseason games, and we'll get onto those shortly. One thing I keep seeing the word identity coming up. I think it was so prevalent under Daniel Farker's reign there was a, there was a style there was a an aura about Norwich City particularly in the championship and I think we lost that in the Premier League it feels as if Dean Smith hasn't quite stamped his authority on this squad yet it, it felt at times last season he didn't quite know what his best 11 were how are we going to play against teams has that concerned you at all or, or do you think he's still the uh, you know we will we, we'll, Continue to see improvement under Dean Smith. I think I think we'll continue to see it. I think you're right. I think if you ask me exactly what system they're going to play and maybe the players that I think might start the season, I'm still a bit not quite sure. Mm. I felt like I saw something when he played Adam Eder mm. yeah. at a certain part of, the, of, of last season yeah. and I saw a difference and a bit more physicality and I thought that looks a little bit more like a a Dean Smith side mm. that, that still wants to play but can be physical and combative and I felt like we saw that and then he got injured and then that all went away again mm, so yeah. I think we'll see more support for Pookie I think that we'll definitely see that this season in a different way mm. that we had a Buendia mm. you know and that kind of play I think we'll see genuinely more support more physicality up there up there with him and I think that would that'll be the biggest change I think we'll see from maybe a Daniel Farker team. I'm fascinated to hear your opinion on, on, on this Dino coming from you. What we've seen in pre-season is actually Jordan Hugos. Yeah. The big man up top, the shit house, mm -hmm. the 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 personality, the character, someone that's gonna rip someone's shirt off, take a booking, that's not Timu. Mm. Someone that's gonna win something in the air. So I'm fascinated to hear from, from your angle on that. It's like, do you actually think that there's almost going to be more competition for that number one spot up top this time around? Or do you still think it will 100% be Timu? There's no way that anyone breaks into that. Well, I don't think it's 100% that it's definitely one up front. I don't. I, I could see two. Yeah. I could. I could see two. Because if 
Timo Pukki plays and starts the way we know he can certainly can in the Championship, yeah. then then he's going to be hard to dislodge. But if you want that more physical mm. player up there, then I could see to that. that top. I could, I could, yeah, because you've got. You know, you have got that fire, but you've got Adamido that will want to play in that style. You've got Hugill yeah. that will want to play in that style. Sargent could possibly play a bit more of that that style as well, in Stay terms on. of. Oh, I'm just saying. <laughs> Show glimpses. <laughs> um, but I, I know what you mean, yeah. I like the word burly, personally. Yeah. When people used to call me burly. Um, That's but, a good yeah, but, but, but Timu is an unbelievable player, and yeah. he will go down as. A legend. A legend of the, of the football club, there's no doubt. But he's one of the worst players I've seen at forwards at being able to win a header mm. or or, mm. or get it on his chest when it's been whacked for. He's yeah. just not that player but, at all. And that's my point, Dino, is that everyone's talking about Dean Smith, the, the new Dean Smith, not the original Dino, the new Dean Smith playing with wings that are going to get crosses into the box. So therefore, I'm not sure if Timu is going to get the right supply this season. It might just be a slightly different type yeah. of supply. To well, because be I, I, I don't think his movement's still really good. Oh, so, uh, whether that whether that is from good. through yes. balls or whether that is from yes. crosses yeah. or whether that's being able to spot a knockdown yes. or I, I think he's intelligent enough to to play a different way. Yeah, um, I agree. With that. Uh, the biggest issue for me was that when you're under pressure, especially in the Premier League, mm. and you need to clear it and you need that player that can relieve a bit of pressure, he just isn't. He just mm. isn't that player at all, and you know you look at the championship, and dare I say it's, it is even stronger again mm-hmm. in terms of how many teams will genuinely feel like they've got a chance to mm. to get promoted. It's going to be a tough physical league again. I don't think we're going to see the 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 style that we saw under no. Daniel. Fry. It's not going to be that style. Yeah. It's going to be it is going to be different. Chris and I, um, Dean, always say we're not going to get too ahead of ourselves. We're going to we're going to go into a season calm, collected, and just <laughs> see what happens. <laughs> and then we beat Marseille three 0 <laughs> and suddenly you know we're we're looking up and going hundred points, hundred goals. Like well, you beat your Champions unbeaten. League sides. Um, yeah. As a player going into pre-season, back in your back in your <clears throat> your, your career. Um, I can't wait to hear Dino on, on pre-season. This oh, is going to be crazy. Like how, Here we go. What, what is the objective of pre-season? Is it solely fitness? Say if, if you go and be a, a Champions League team, 3-0, are you suddenly looking around and going, boys, hello, hello, we, you know, we're something special here. Or was it? Or is it nothing like it that? It depends on what they were like when you played them. Okay. So if you're coming up against Payet, but he looks like he's literally just strolling and getting right. what he needs out of it. Yeah. Again, the players will know realistically how much of a test mm. they, they were. Um, I'm not the person to ask about pre-season because I was awful. <laughs> he said it. I have, nev- it. <laughs> I, have never, I have never even got to a level on the bleep test. I'd get to a certain level and I'd go, my, back, my back's hurting me. Oh, really? I never did it. Was that old Davy Carolan? Was he, was he on there whipping you into shape? Dave yeah, Carolan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's like... Loved hooks, you know, because <laughs> yeah, he was, you know, hooks, hooks could break records that hadn't been beaten, you know, for centuries <laughs> on the fitness testing. Do you know what I mean? So he'd obviously Colney that outside yeah. edge. Would you would be, do one lap and then not done. one. I, I, <laughs> I might do one, but um, I just always thought be ready for the first. As long as I'm fit for the first game, then I might miss the odd game and take my time to get. To get into that position, but the players are so fit. Yeah, they're gonna do that. You now. delivered on a Saturday. You know what's interesting though is is particularly under Daniel Farker, we saw this with like Wes and Russ and some of the more senior players when Farker was coming in and doing four training sessions a day. Yeah, and the more senior lads are like, we literally can't do this if we want to be good for a match day. And we mm. saw a lot of a lot of those excluded, didn't we? Yeah, I hope that's different under Dean Smith. There's a bit more of a personal touch mm. to to everyone's. Pre-season. Have, have you watched much of Norwich, or, or or been sort of seeing anything of the pre-season? Or have you just? Gone? I haven't watched. No. I haven't watched live. If I'm honest. No, no, no. Um, well, it's not been available to watch live until Marseille. That's true. And then they tried charging us a tenner for it, mm. and we went bugger that. We'll watch it on Marseille's Twitch. I'm just, I'm just really intrigued to, to like do. We... I would have travelled locally if I'd have been here. But, yeah, okay. Um, but I, I've been Playing away. Golf, I've been away. <laughs> I've been away and enjoying myself. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just intrigued. Like, how much do you read into preseason as a fan? Like, do you just completely write it off? Is there, is there, yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't matter. I remember, uh, I think, certainly for Crew, we had a pre-season. We won every single pre-season. Played really well, scored loads of goals, and then lost the first six or something like <laughs> okay. that. Oh, so, no. Yeah. It's not... I don't think it's anything to to cling to. Okay. All right, okay. Um, you, want, you want your players to avoid injury yes. and be fit for the start of the season. That's the big aim, really. Going back to, obviously you're going to be doing um, Championship Punditry on, on mm. ITV. Really looking forward to, to watching that this season. I was intrigued to hear you just say you think the Championship's stronger again. Because I must admit, I, I obviously didn't watch as much Championship football last season as I do when Norwich are in there. I thought it looked weak. I thought there were a lot of, particularly the, the, the playoff semi-finals with Luton... Um, I just looked at it and went, I don't know if there's much depth. You obviously think it's very different. What I mean is that there's there's not a great deal between most of the teams. Right. That's what I mean. So, like we've seen over the last few seasons, you've had teams that you thought, they might do all right this season. Yeah. And then they're near the bottom. Mm-hmm. Or you've got big clubs that, you know, spent money or have got Premier League experience in their squads and are just languishing in in mid-table mm. it's very easy to do it's very easy to get on a run where you're not you're not picking up the points because you've got teams that on their day can be can be um, competitive and, mm. and have got mm. you know decent players in their own right in that team that on their day will will hurt you but I just think it's um, it's a more condensed league I would say than ever before I don't think you're going to necessarily see one team just absolutely Blitz away. Not going to be a Fulham this season, then. Not really, but even they had their their moments Mm. at times where they found it difficult. But I I don't know. I think as 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 a man who's been across Championship football the last few seasons, who who are the biggest threats to Norwich in terms of fighting for promotion next season? Do you think? I mean, obviously, you can't discount the teams that got relegated simply because you only have to look at last season and and the likes yeah. of Bournemouth and Fulham and yeah. and them finding it and because I think things have changed quite a bit since the pandemic and teams aren't losing as many players as they used to mm, they're just they're just not um, so again they'll be they'll be strong but also I would look at teams that finished well last season that could you know Luton have gone out and, and have, have, have recruited again because yeah. they want to kick on again Middlesbrough will be really looking to, to strengthen with their squad, Sheffield United again. Mm. Again, you look at their forwards and you think they can't have a. They did all right, and they had no one that could score goals mm. other than Billy Sharp. West Brom under Steve Bruce, surely they're going to be competitive. You know, so you, about, the, the, yeah. the, there's lots of teams that, and and then there's bound to be a team from League One that maybe surprises everybody. So now that's frustrating, Chris, because I was super confident, and now I've I've been hit with a bit of reality yeah but Dino I like Dino's word there he used the word condensed so let's just hope it's all this all condensed they're all condensed with shite they're just all shite and they're all condensed that'd be lovely that'd be perfect wouldn't it could happen and then there's the yellow and green yeah. cream absolutely. on the top absolutely are you getting yeah. excited now Chris the start um, of the season I'm getting there oh. I'm, I'm still you sound like a lot of supporters that I've spoken to yeah which oh. is it's how like that they're, they're you're unsure because it's not, I just don't trust it's, I don't it's not trust. Daniel Farker it's not yeah, we're just going to go back just, and play that unbelievable mm. football and just we've not like Dean this is a new season under Dean Smith yet this still feels like Daniel Farker's team and the, and we've been on this podcast before and we've likened it to a broken down car and Dean Smith is trying all sorts to get this car kick started he's trying to tow it and it ain't going anywhere. Mm. But it's still that group of players. And I I did expect the club to gut the team. And they haven't. And I think that's because they were that bad in the Premier League. And so I think I think the original Dino is right. I think it I, I love calling you that. I'm gonna hear you there. Um I think it could be one way or the other. I think we're either gonna be, you know, a group of players that's been relegated that we can't get rid of that are just like here we go again. Yeah. It'll just be the same thing when we go up. So whatever. Or we we're we're gonna we're gonna absolutely romp it. And I don't think there's anywhere in between. I just I still think it's over to the club. I think the ball is in the club's court to make the fans believe again. It's all in the words of the hierarchy. It's in 
you know, of course, the the we we've signed two players, both of which are injured, which I'm sure we'll get Dino's opinion on in a minute. And I think I don't I don't think feel like we can truly get excited about that. But even then, I pledged on this podcast, Jack, at the end of last season, I ain't getting excited about another signing ever again after last summer. <laughs> Billy Gilmore, particularly. That I think that was that was the one mm. that has made me think. I just can't get excited. They need to earn the trust and belief of the fans again. Yes, we'll turn up in our numbers and we'll back the boys. But I, as you say, Od, I, I think I I genuinely think that it's going to be a bit. It's going to feel quite anxious mm. at Carrow Road until the boys can go out and, and, and batter a couple of average teams. I, I must say. Um, we signed two players now, Isaac Hayden and, and Gabriel Sarah. Um, and I, I, I'm, I'm not feeling pessimistic about Gabriel Sarah, but I'm, I'm reserved for the reasons you said. He's, he's young. He's coming to, to, to England for the first time. He's a big money signing, probably a record deal in the end. What kind of pressure will come on Sarah's shoulders? You've, you've been in that position of yeah. being a big money signing. He's expected to come in and hit the ground running. He hasn't played football since March, mm. and he's coming up. You know, he's not going to be speaking his native tongue. It, mm. he's, he's, it's a whole lifestyle change. It just feels like a, a lot for him to, to hit the ground running straight away. I think the injury is the biggest issue. Mm. Uh, everybody, I think, if you spoke to any ex-player, going into a pre-season without it, and then having to try and get into a season before mm. the start uh, once once it's kicked off is difficult right it, it can be difficult to get into that especially when you're trying to get back in without getting injured again when you've got the sort of physicality of the championship there's not going to be any sort of waiting around is mm. it and especially with the world cup it is going to be literally saturday tuesday so it's just going to be relentless that. yeah so that is a worry and and it's a real shame especially for hayden I think yeah. that's a that's a real shame because I thought that's a really good sign. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. Didn't we all exactly? But um, what surprised me is I was waiting for you to go way over the top, <laughs> as in no. Nike advert, <laughs> but, but like cro- oh, cropping mate, his face on R nine. You know that yeah. in the airport. Look, I, I was getting just burnt. Of... I keep getting burnt. I can't keep being optimistic, Od. I can't. It, I'm sure if he scores against Birmingham in that, yeah, you know me. I was watching. Um, I was watching the Open, um, and. Um, um, this is, is going to tie back to football. I was going to say, come on, stick Jack. with me. Tiger Woods, he's he's obviously kind of back to some form of physical fitness, but they were just saying he's so like he hasn't played any tournament golf, and there's such a difference. Is that is that the same for football? Is mm. You can get to a physical level, but if you're not match fit, mm. is is there a difference or one? It's you amazing get to that? how even though you're an elite level footballer, you have two weeks of not kicking a ball and go back to it you're like rusty for really? a day or you two. You can't just snap. It's not like muscle memory where you just go, right, I can bend but it one takes, in the top right anymore. But it takes a couple of days. It's, mm. so, so imagine if it's two months, mm. three months. It takes a bit of time to get back into it, that match speed. They talk about match fitness, don't they? But yeah. it's more it's more a sharpness, I would say. Right. It's more an alertness. It's more a confidence in your touch mm. and things like that. But they, you'd like to think, recruitment-wise... They got to get it right. It's it's pressure, it, exactly. But it feels like a gamble again, Od. Like, why have we signed injured players? Like we said last time, sign players that will hit the ground running. And I hope that I hope I get proved wrong. I hope I have to eat humble pie. But we took gambles last summer that burnt us badly in Josh Sargent and Christos Zolis, who are players with supposed latent potential. But yeah, it feels like again we like. Hayden's why have we signed injured players Dino like, have you got any insight or wisdom on that can you calm my frustration on that well I can only think that that it was the right time to get them mm. because it of a good that it was deal. cheaper not cheaper but just if you want them players and they're available but they're injured you just do it anyway that's what the medical team are there for to make sure that when you have a medical that you are okay and mm. you're going to come back mm. fine and things like that so you've got to trust that they know what they're doing in that sense. It's not ideal, but again, I I look at I don't think there is the pressure there because you mm. kept so many of the players yeah. already. Hey, look, we're in some positivity in you. 
What's going on? I know. The they thing are... I love about getting Dean on the podcast, Chris, is Twitter questions. Yes. There's an unbelievable variety. Yes. Have, have you had a glimpse at any of them? I've been reading through some of the questions and I'm going, There's some belters. That's punchy. And on I Instagram did, I did as have well. a little look at a couple of okay, them. Okay, should yeah. we get into them now? Yeah, let's, let's do, do it. it. We always like to start with fairly hard-hitting questions, Dean, so I hope you're ready for this. Lee Jones uh, gets in touch and says, um, which Norwich City player, past or present, would you use as your phone-a-friend uh, on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Ooh. So I guess you're looking for someone calm, composed, Maybe intelligent. Someone in your team or, or not a chance, anyone from your team? Oh, it's gone blank. Remind what? me, X, you, you posted a picture of um, Peter Thorne. Peter oh, Thorne. Wow. Peter Thorne. I've, I've not heard that name Didn't, said seriously in about a decade, Dean. Didn't have a television. What? What? Didn't have a television. What did he do? Read books? Read. Yeah. Played games, I guess. Wow. Board games. Studied. <laughs> He, he didn't, didn't have a television. Peter Thorne exactly. didn't have a TV. <laughs> exactly. Well, surfed, <laughs> surfed. Surfed. Where does he surfed? Surfed. Not Yarmo, that's for sure. Beaten by he would. Sharks. I mean, talk about the perfect person to phone. Wow. Peter Thorne. Did he have a phone? Yes. Okay. Well, that, that helps. He's a Nokia that, man. Yeah, that, that was. He that wasn't stinks a phone of Nokia. Like, like we've got. <laughs> he's got a big box. He's got a big box Nokia. Isn't he? <laughs> Peter Thorne, bloody normal. Yeah. Well, look, we've we've had some some punch good. exclusives on this podcast. Yeah, over the time. good. Peter Thorne not having a telly is right. That is there. unbelievable, isn't it? I wasn't. Who was you pick? Yeah, that's kind of thrown me off. Who, who was you pick? Not you. Who's the millionaire? Well, so, no, but I'm not a Norwich player, Jack. Come on. Who would I pick as? Whilst you think, let us know in the comment section which former. Or current Norwich player, would you have? I think I'd have Christoph Zimmerman. He seems like a quite yeah, composed character. That 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 is a pretty safe. Oh, Peter Thorne's really thrown me off. I have to say, <laughs> really throw me off. Did he live on his own? Or did, did he have no, a no, no, he had a partner. Yeah. Do you know what? At least I, he had someone to play like. They. I think they talked. Wow. Yeah. Back in the day where nice. you actually yeah, had conversations. Awesome, yeah. yeah. Have you that's, seen? That's exactly what none of the players said. <laughs> Who Wants to Be a Millionaire trivia? So for those that have watched Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, fans of the show, Where are you, going you will have seen the viral video of the first ever Who Wants to Be a Millionaire winner. Oh, yes. Yeah? So he gets to the million pound question. Yeah. Yeah? And he's got his phone a friend left. Mm. And he uses the lifeline. And everyone's yes. like, ooh, wow, he's going to use his lifeline here. And he calls up his old man and he says, Dad's... I'm about to win a million pounds. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so do you know what I'd do? I'd get to that point mm. I'd ring Craigie Shakespeare <laughs> and Craigie Shakespeare would be like, you win that rebo. And now oh, that's just, oh, sounds like a bit of a wet dream that one for me actually. <laughs> Come on, let's get a question yeah. from Instagram. So then. right, Instagram. So this is a big one from um, underscore Kieran Ashton underscore on Instagram. He says, what's Dean's favourite player he has ever played with? We'll do, and I'll change this slightly because it is Norwich City. Because you'll probably lean into West Ham here. One from West Ham, one from Norwich. Okay. So, Huckabee oh, for Norwich. You have to mention him, don't you? But, <laughs> we love Bucks. He we was. He was fantastic. He's a different grade. <clears throat> he was, and and I actually think, obviously, he was a big star, and but his delivery, his quality. Unbelievable. Yeah. Honestly. Okay. And West Ham? West Ham, I would say Craig Bellamy. Oh, Craig Bellamy, little Norwich connection there yeah, as well. Yeah. I like that yeah. one. I knew he was good, but he surprised me actually just how technically gifted he was. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was, he was I read his, a nightmare. Yeah. But as a, as, a, as a person. Yeah. Yeah. And on the training field. Yeah. But unbelievable. Both yeah. feet, obviously quick, yeah. great touch. Great, great awareness. What's your opinion? You, you know, you've said there. I want your opinion on this as well. That that whole you've said there is a nightmare, and I'm not saying I'm not saying Cantwell is, but I think there's this debate. Well, I'm at least trying to put this into the room anyway. I feel like the best, some of the best, most elite players in football have got this arrogance, this maybe sometimes naughtiness or you know, there's a bit of attitude about them. Like, we've seen it. So, I mean, I always mention, you know, Diego Costa or, you know, even um, Mario Balotelli, right? He plays for Man City. And I just think, do you, 
do you think that the best managers get the best out of any player regardless of their attitude or do you think as a player you just don't want someone like that in the changing room with you depends how good they are mm. is, is that literally it of course it does yeah as yeah. players you want to win matches and if you've got somebody yeah. in your team that can do it sometimes on their own you let them crack on of course you do but obviously there's there's also that side of it where I think if you're talking about Bellamy, Bellamy was Bellamy's different to Cantwell, I think, in what people think of Bellamy. Bellamy was a nightmare on the training field because he, he wanted standards right up here. Really? And right. if everybody didn't meet them every single day yeah. in every session, he would just Elite just back to them. Really? Um, yeah. He'd just you're verbally the, be on them. Young kids. You're on the wrong side. Of course of it, I was, you? yeah. Of course I was. Because he wants a standard. Whereas Todd, I don't think he, he's very different. I yeah. Think, I can imagine Todd being quite moody and and right in, and and not difficult, but I just think clearly he's somebody that needs to be understood to yeah. get the best out of him. And I think yeah. the manager that does will unlock an unbelievable player. Honestly, when I saw when I went into to shadow some of the coaches when I was thinking about doing my badges, and I saw Todd, I went, "How is this kid not already in the first team?" Mm. I was like, "He's doing things that." A lot of first-team players I've played with over the years, they can't do that. Yeah. Why is he not? I thought you know he was that good in what he was mm. doing. Yeah. And we saw the glimpse of it. And he got there, and then it's just been a disappointing yeah. couple of seasons. And I feel like I just love to see him up. and like shake him and say, "What are you doing? Yeah. Mm. You know, get oh. yourself together because your talent is ridiculous." Yeah. Mm. I've just got that funny <laughs> thought now. Sorry, of Craig <coughs> Bellamy squaring up to Dino. Oh, well, you must be about four foot taller than him. <laughs> 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 I just uh, I put my hand on his head like that and then started <laughs> swinging. Who, I'll put you on the spot here, Andy. Uh, who, who, was, who was the player... Let's go to that Huckabee era as soon as we've mentioned him. Who, who was the player in the change room that you thought, cool, you're a bit lively, but you sort of just excused it because they were so good on the pitch? Who had a bit of attitude about them? Not Peter Thorne. Not Peter Thorne. Not Peter no. Thorne, definitely not. Um, you you but, felt like you had to be careful around Safri, as in. Really? Only because he could he, he would hurt you in training. Not on put, but just <laughs> he was lively oh. in training. Was yeah. he? Yeah, just... a couple of times he, he nearly had sort of ding-dongs because he was tough in training. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yusef Safri, oh, Moroccan yeah, yeah. all over the world. I love yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a great man. player. What, yeah, what, really good player. There's a bit of a mystique about Yusef, isn't he? Because he's just he, sort of, he turned up at Norwich, scored a worldie, and then buggered off again. Mm. Like, what what was he like as a as a bloke? Not for, what was he like as a bloke, Yusef Safri? He was he was quiet. But yeah, he was scary. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me you're scared of anyone. Dude. No, no, no he was, but he was just. But he was so much better than I think people gave him credit for. Yeah. Like he was a good player. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Like, really good player. Like, if you look at when he kept, he played a lot of games yeah. for us because he was because he was a good player. Mm. But just tough, like, and good. didn't care, really. Tough and you are. Who you were, stories. yeah. Because Leon, especially, Leon used to, Leon McKenzie used to wind him up. Did he? Because he knew that he could probably get him to bite and just... Oh, really? <laughs> so he looking, found it. And he yeah. sometimes go into training and go, you know what, I fancy a bit of... That was a bit of a ding dong today. Do you ever get that? <laughs> I did. He no. wouldn't have. He was not got a I bad bone in his exactly. bloody body. But Leon, so Leon's turning up to trainees and going, God, you know what? Fancy mm. getting in Yusuf's head today. I'd love <laughs> to see him flip. Yeah, <laughs> we are childish. Quick, yeah. quick. We, we, we're breaking the. We were going to do alternate, but yeah. I've just seen one here, okay, and we had fine. it on the agenda, but we've not done it. Okay. I want to make sure that we do it in this episode. Go on, then. Outlandish predictions time. Okay. okay, so one question is going to be who's your player of the season? The other one is who's going to be the surprise package? And the other one is who's going to be the most consistent? Okay, okay. Jack Reeve, we'll start with you. Yeah, most consistent next season, Ben Gibson. Really, yeah. I'm sure a lot of people would disagree I with think that. He, I think he's one of the best. Championship defenders. Yeah, the assured knows what Good he's doing. Leader, Sorry. captain. Yeah, I I agree personally. Od, most consistent next season. The Lord. The Mayor. 
the Lord, the Lord, Lord Mayor. Mayor. Sorry, I didn't clear the Lord. So wow, Lord. You think yeah. he's going to? You think he's going to play? Yeah, yeah. I, I was. I think he was given a slightly different role. I think he'll get double figures for goals. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think if wow. you watched the end of last season, he was given a bit more license to get forward. I think he's capable of scoring a lot more goals than he. Have you had a few Lakers before you turn up today? <laughs> Kenny McLean, double figure that. goals. Yeah. If he plays as as far forward as he did towards the end yeah. of the season, that, if that th- think think of that run against Leeds, Ellen Road, that Oof. that kind of yeah, don't don't remind me of that Leeds game. No, obviously, but good God, but yeah, well, I, I do, I do. That's I think. exciting. And again, another player I've that people well, most yeah. Norwich. I, mean, I haven't. I stand strong on that, but there's a lot of Norwich fans that haven't, and I think again. Maybe like Ben Gibson, so assured in the championship. Mm-hmm. So sure. And do you know what? I hope he does well because he's got a cracking chart, Kenny McLean, isn't yeah. he? Cracking chart. So most consistent done. Yeah. Uh, I'll chime in this on in this as well. And I will say Big Andy. Uh, most consistent. And I think he'll start every game. I'm putting out there. So who's who's getting dropped? Hanley or I personally think Big Andy and Gibbo are So Hanley's getting dropped. I think so. It hurts wow. me to say that, but I just think Big Andy is going to be the breakthrough and most consistent next season. Okay. Right. Player of the season. Go. Um, you hate doing this, and that's why I'm doing it. Player of the season next season will be. PLA's Malik. <laughs> I, I think it's going to be Pookie again. I think he's. Really? I think he's just got goals in it. But will yeah. he get the Will he get the service? Yeah, You're saying he will. So. Player of the season I think again. He, I think he's a class above. So he'll then meet Holty's record. I think. Of three player of the seasons, yeah, a, th- a big season for, for Pookie again. Wow. I like him. I think, I think keep, keeping him, like we said earlier, Dean, of almost keeping some players is as good as a signing. I think keeping Pookie was will be the difference between not getting promoted and yeah. the potential of it happening. Player of the season, is it going to be I someone you expect or? I'm generally underwhelmed with player of the seasons. Mm. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, but I think. It could be Todd Ooh. or Dowell, I think. One of those two could, I think, Todd, have I a really, it. really good season. I love it to be Toddy. I would love Todd to prove... Do you think Todd will, will, will take Todd, the if he's if he's right him. and he's on it, could be yeah. could easily be the championship yeah. player of the season, let alone yeah. Norwich's players. Like he, he could, he, he's capable of yes. that. Yes. Do you think... I think Dowell is capable of a lot more. Dowell mm. mm, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting to I'm waiting to see it consistently but I think he's capable of a lot more wow. and when and I'm saying this in front of Dino not to bring him up but when Dean Ashton says Todd Cantwell could be player mm. of the season you listen to that and you think do you know what let's have a bit of that mentality because people have written him off I do think that will motivate Toddy as well big time I think Dean Smith's going to put his up I don't think he's going to pick him up by the scruff of the neck I think he's going to actually do the opposite mm. I think he's going to put an arm around him and say I believe in you he's done the same for Jack Grealish not saying that they're the same type of player or, but I just I think that he could actually get a tune out of Toddy next season I, I really hope so. really hope he does my player of the season oh. don't say PLA <laughs> I said that last time didn't I no it didn't it didn't end well did it I, can't, I still can't get Kenny McLean double finger goals that is like living rent free like in my head actually um, <laughs> I think it's going to be a defender, isn't it? Okay. Just an assured. Oh, I don't know. Rashidza. I'm just going to say Big Andy to everything. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll put it out there. Big Andy, player of the season. I'll put it out there. Okay. All in. Good. There you go. Uh, from one extreme to another, um, <laughs> Matt good. Gregory said he wants to throw some controversy into the room, Dean. Oh wow. And, and we will we will grant his wishes. Okay. Um, Matt Gregory asks. I want to add a bit of controversy. Um, Dean signed a new contract and then left three months later. Ooh. Still bitter about it now, but loved Dino. What a talent. Gutted the career ended so soon for him and England. What was the departure at Norwich? Give us the inside track of, of the departure from Norwich City. So, um, I wanted to be in the Premier League. Yeah. And that's no disrespect to Norwich because I... Good enough. Well, pers- personally, I was you know, incredibly proud to play for Norwich and the fact that they believed in me to be good enough for the Premier League and bought me and paid a record fee. Um, but I'd spent five years in the Championship mm. and League One and I'd had enough of it. 
I just had, yeah. you know, and so I'd had a taste all of a sudden of Premier League football and thought, yeah. I don't want to, I don't really don't want to have to play in the champion. I, I feel like I'm good enough for the Premier yeah. League and I want to be in the Premier League. And I, so then there was lots of rumours in that summer and, um, but Norwich said, we didn't want to sell you, give us another six, you know, give us another year, get us back hopefully in the Premier League with the rest of the squad. Um, and I said, well, pay me more money then, mm. <laughs> basically. Okay, uh-huh. yeah. fine. You know, so they did. Okay. And they were happy to do that. So they gave me an, um, a sort of a, an improved contract. Yeah. yeah. And we started the season. It didn't go as well as we'd hoped. I did okay, I would say. I think I got 10 goals before or before Christmas, but I'd went 10 games without scoring, yeah. which was obviously a, a disaster uh, for me and, and, for, and for the club. So... I wasn't sure if a January move would be there or not, but there was interest. And then ultimately, when the when the bids came in, first of all, Who from? first Who of from? all, by the way, I was injured for the West Ham game. I would oh, never okay. ever miss a game for injury. Never. I believe. I you. just wouldn't do it. Yeah. I love playing football. Why would I miss a game yeah. of football? Good for you. I mate. just wouldn't do it. Well done. I'm not. I'm not thinking. Oh well. That, the move would have still have gone through if I'd have played. Yeah, yeah. It would have. It wouldn't. Have. They're not thinking. West Ham aren't thinking. Oh, we're definitely going to get to the FA Cup final. Yeah. So if he can't play, what's the point in having him? That yeah. would, that wouldn't yeah. have been the case. So I was injured. Yeah. But Norrie said, "Look, we're we're obviously happy with the fee. They basically over doubled their money in a year. Mm. Yeah. But we don't, you know, but we don't really want you to go. If you want to go." It's going to be you that says you want to go. Mm. You're going to have to forfeit a certain amount of money that you're owed from us because we don't want you to go. It's you that wants to go. And if okay. all those things, if all those things happen, then yeah. there'll there'll be a deal there, and that's what happened. Mm. I said, I'm, I said that's fine. I do want to play in the Premier League. Yeah. Didn't want to leave Norwich, but I wanted to play in the Premier League. Yeah. So I was happy to say yes. It's I want to I want to be in the Premier League. Yeah. I'll forfeit. Them any money that side because I I do want to be in the Premier yeah. League because I'm I was yeah. just ambitious to be there yeah, and course. play at the highest level. Well, and you'd grafted for so long to get to that. And the club had done okay; yeah. they'd more than double their money in a yeah. year. So it yeah. wasn't like I Everyone was wins. I was just you know leaving them high and dry with no money and, yeah. and no nothing of their investment as yeah. such because we are an asset yeah. effectively. We're an investment for a football club, aren't we? So. It, it kind of worked in all parties, mm. but it was sad to leave because I really loved my time at Norwich. Love the players. Mm. Uh, Flem and Huckabee both said to me, why the hell would you go to West Ham? Did if you, they? If you are going to leave, you need to leave for a, Did they? a top club. And if not, wow. don't go. And we're quite strong with me on it. But I just said, well, I need to be in the Well, that was my question. Like, what, how, much of that, <clears throat> how much of the squad, obviously, Craig and, and Hux knew, what was the squad reception like when did they know that you were thinking about leaving and how did that affect your relationship with the team is my my first question on that but again players know what's going on and and they we don't necessarily keep it secrets from players if yeah this club's interesting you'd go in and go you just said it all right did you so-and-so is after me did you? Well, you uh, and did they, you? And they would go. I've heard through my agent that so and so's after you. Right. Oh wow. And okay. So, yeah. That, so it would. It okay. Would, it's not a secret. It's Fine. not really a okay. secret within a dressing room. It's, and and who was after you was the second question. I was most of the time we were training, they would go in. I wouldn't pay a million for you. They were alone. giving you shit. Yeah. Were they? Oh, exactly. good. But 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 what what clubs bid for you at that time? So West Ham were the only one that matched what Norwich would have accepted. Right. Okay. Okay. Who else was? I think Man Smith? City were were interested, but didn't. Wow! But that was pre, pre money, big big money. But yeah. I reckon you would have been, you would have got to the big money bit, Dino. You, you and Robinho. <laughs> there, was, there was actually, by the way, what a combo! There was a question, and I'm so sorry to have ever asked it. I think it's on Twitter, mm-hmm. and I really want to make sure it gets asked, Dino. Someone says somewhere, <laughs> so sorry. Brilliant. Where? <laughs> Where do you believe you would have got to if you hadn't had been hit by that horrific injury? Mm. Where, where do you visualise yourself having got to, considering that you'd just broken into the England team? Would you have gone on to move away from West Ham? Would you have spent your career at West Ham? That is, that's a really difficult question, and it's one 
that my kids really want to know. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's hard to, it's hard to really know. Of course. Mm. Because when you finish, you get better every year mm. that you're gone. And it's like if you're injured, you become a better yeah. player, don't you, when you're yeah. injured because the team want you back. Yeah. And it's think, so people will now go, oh, you were like a combination of Shearer and Sheringham. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking, I wasn't, um, take wasn't it, quite. Take it, no, well, again, we, we know how good we are as players. Right, you know, okay. We just, and you know where your levels are. I think I'd have been, I'd have been an England regular. Yeah. I think I would have played in a club that was what we would class as a top four, mm. top four mm. club. After that, I don't really know. Yeah. But but that in itself is no, fascinating. I, Absolutely fascinating. I, I agree. I thoroughly enjoyed watching you play. Um, I've got a question on IG. Soon as you're yeah. already on Twitter. Lungi, the next Patrick Vieira. So Jakob Sorensen obviously scored a worldie in pre-season. Mm. Absolute worldie. Jakob Sorensen, thoughts on him? Could could we see a could we see a resurgence? For so him? are we saying he's definitely going to play midfield? Well, I mean Benji underscore thrower 04 is saying that. He well, he's saying Patrick Vieira. He's mm. saying Lungi's the next PV. That's a big statement. Yeah, well, that's that's yeah, what we do I, on the TNC podcast. I, we talk nonsense. I think he, from watching him, I don't think he's a defender. No way. Uh, but, I mean, he that's where he he's played the majority of his football for us isn't it I, I I really I'm intrigued to see how Dean Smith goes about the midfield now we've got um, Gabriel Sara and, and Isaac Hayden mm-hmm. an eight and a six it, they were the players we needed we've got them you throw Kenny McLean into the mix you throw Kieran Dowell into the mix mm. I don't think Sorensen plays much really you don't think he gets in I think he's a good player. Interesting. Interesting. He plays too much football. Couple more twist questions. Yeah, let's get another big one from uh, from Callum. He says, um, "Which supermarket does the best meal deal?" What's what's a meal deal? (laughs) I knew this was going to happen. I knew this was going to happen because I was going to say if he hadn't said it. What's a meal deal? We're terrible, aren't we? Well, I can guess. You're the only person that would have a meal deal. So you go into Tesco's and you, you walk into the refrigerated section and you yeah. get like a sandwich, a yeah. pack of crisps and a drink for three quid. That's your, that's your oh. standard meal. What? So say you're, you're on the road. I've done that. Really? <laughs> Dino, I met Dino. We've got so, some news, by the way, to break in a minute. I'll get to that incredible. in a minute. I met Dino for a coffee to talk about the news, which we're going to break in a minute. And I, and I said to Dino, what have you been up to today? He's like, oh, you know, I've been to Waitrose, done my shop. He hasn't got a clue what a meal deal is. So you, you're, you're, you're on the road, Dean. You've, you've, had a, you've had a busy day in the studio. You're on the way home. You go, God, I'm peckish. You're passing Tesco, let's say. He reeks of what do you What do you buy? <laughs> what do you, what, look, what does a He's in Burger King. He's not in Tesco, hey, is he? He's in shape. I'm a changed man. That Are you? Maybe when I was younger. Okay. <laughs> That's when he was playing. Yeah, no, exactly. Okay, well... Dean can't answer. No. I would be more likely to make a sandwich at home. Oh, good. Okay. And put well, foil well on done. it. Respect do, that. Yeah, do good. That. A little, a little Not that often, packed lunch. But <laughs> I bet you do a cracking packed lunch. I do. Yeah, do you? Yeah. Sandwich, crisps, Dino's snack, bit of fruit. Cheese string. Oh, cheese string? Really? Dunkers. I didn't expect you to be a cheese string, man. Love wow. that. I really respect that. Actually. I like a good packed lunch. Do you like a pepperoni? Any yeah. interest? Yeah. No. No? Yeah, no. I think they're weird. I like pepperoni. My wife, Becky, she loves a pepperoni. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> you feel Let's move no. on. <laughs> uh, any more questions on there? Oh, probably, yeah, but I'm giving you some Twitters. Okay, Come on. fine. Um, do, you wanna, do you want to speak about our news? Oh, what yeah, let's do that. Yeah. So. This season upcoming. Breaking news, mm. which is why the original Dino is here. We are delighted to announce that. Okay, you say, go on. You say. <laughs> OD is joining the TNC team. Oh, that's exciting. On a season long loan deal. Who and he is going to be providing us with some exclusive Talk Norwich City content. And it's going to be called The Warm Up. Nice. And Dino is going to be taking you through his thoughts and feelings ahead of the game. A bit of chat about the opposition with his vast championship mm. knowledge. A bit about his feelings about Norwich City. He's going to maybe annoy people if he thinks that um, Kenny McLean's going to score double figures. But there you go. That's the news. <laughs> right. So welcome to the team, Thank Andy. you. Welcome to it's the team. It's intrigued it's a loan deal. It, 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 yeah. Convinced, 
We need so to make sure. You're convinced Dean's talents enough to make it permanent. Look, we know. Look, after what he said about pre-season, <laughs> I just think we need to test the waters <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> no, really. To be fair, he did. He, he did sort of roll his eyes at the transfer fee. <laughs> <laughs> I said we could strike a loan deal. If yeah, you I mean, yeah. I'm struggling to put food on the table because all my money's going to. <laughs> well, you know, you know, <laughs> well, you know what he said about his Norwich contract. Well, there you go. <laughs> He's probably on the phone to the pink yeah. and going, "Look, lads, can you, can you up my fee?" I'm no, I, on a serious note, I'm buzzing, and it's um, it's a really, it's a really lovely moment mm. because um, I remember when we first started this channel and we were growing it. And I mean, to be fair, we are practically still in our in a, in a bedroom now. Aren't we are we? literally but, sweating. But we bedroom, but we've yes. gone from just like doing fan angry fan cams to all of a sudden Dean Ashton's like wanting to jump on the channel. So it's so it's good. pretty cool. Right, no, no, I'm I'm excited because also obviously I do keep an eye on Norwich. Yeah, mm, naturally. Um, but this will give me a great opportunity to really. Get stuck into the North City deep. world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Might have to pull in a few contacts just for some. Yeah. Oh, hello. Well. There could be if some. If I can. Oh. And look, if you do a good job, Dean, we might treat you to a few. What, what do you drink? Turbo shandies at the end of the season. Yeah, if the you, old if, turbo shandies. Been a really good shift. Yeah, who remembers that from the first Dean Ashley Super. podcast? Right, one final <laughs> question from Twitter. Jack Gunn asks, Dino, is this the best Norwich kit we've ever had? Oh, wow. There's been, there's been such a good reaction to the home and now the away kit as well, which is, which is quite, quite pleasant. I think it is, yeah. Oh, really? I would love to have played in that shirt. Oh. It just, it's it's got like the modern look in terms of the shape. Yeah. yeah. But it's got that retro feel that mm. everyone is going to yeah. love. I mean, the fact that I saw so much interaction on like social media from just other football clubs. Yeah. That went, hang yeah. on a minute. We're you know. That's class. Yeah. Kit of the season's already one type of thing. I think says a lot. I was really intrigued. I saw a what a kit. I saw a picture. Although you have got that on, which well, that's just because it's. I've worn the new shirt so much that it's in the wash again. Yeah, Darren Huckabee. I saw on Twitter bought the new Norwich shirt. Yeah, wore wore it. Would you ever (laughs) don a a West Ham kit or a Norwich kit? I reckon. I just found found it strange that a former player is now wearing a football kit. I just couldn't quite wrap my head around it. But I like the idea. That's because he can get it really tight. Uh, Ah, he's in shape. Yeah, like most. Most of us dad bods <laughs> don't really want to put the skin tight shirt on, do they? I know Jack? the feeling. No <laughs> To be fair. You're sacked. <laughs> Done. Lone terminated. Dino actually played. I'll tell you a cracking kit from when you played. The uh, Lotus dear. Away shirt with like mm. the grass cuttings down it. Do, do you know the one yeah, I'm talking about? The dark green and the mm. light green. That was gorgeous, yeah, wasn't it? Was it? A good kit. That was a good kit. Solid kit. No, I'm not talking to Dean anymore. <laughs> I love that. What a way to end things. What that was, a podcast. That was great. First of the season. Dean Ashton's joining the team. Let us know in the comment section how you're feeling about the new season. How you think Dean Ashton performed in his in his first appearance with the uh, with the TNC team and um, and I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. end it on one thing. Go on, Ooh. Dean Ashton. Are Norwich City getting promoted? Yes or no? Yes. Oh, great to see you, Dean. Top man. Good Cheers, to see you, Dean. Nice Thanks, fellas.